Yo, what's up? It's your man, Horatio. This episode of CDK and Horatio is brought to you by CDK Cares, a groundbreaking mentorship initiative by CDK on the mic. Join us as we kick off our mission to empower black male students in pursuit of higher education. Together, we're shaping futures and building dreams. Visit cdkonthemic.com to learn more and get more involved. Let's make a difference together. Now let's get into the show. What's up, man? Welcome to another episode of the CDK and Horatio podcast. Doing the thing, man. You know how we do it, man. Horatio, how you feeling? Hey, man. I'm feeling amazing. Amazing, man. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month to you, man. So, uh, see, the thing about Black History, man, and, and I think that sometimes we just we 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 make more jokes and memes about it, but we won't take it as serious as we should, right? Right. And I think that us as Black people, I feel like this is the month to make other people that don't respect our culture uncomfortable. Every definitely. every moment where we get, you know what I'm saying. So, and we should definitely make ourselves more aware of things that uh, about our culture, and it shouldn't just be a thing during Black History Month. But I think as a community, we've done better with that over the years. Absolutely. And I'm going to start off uh, speaking of Black History Month. Um, I had a bad Black History Month uh, start, if you will. Bro, I'm in the store. What is up with white people in personal space? <laughs> I don't get it, man. It's, it literally feels like like I was in the store trying to get something. And this white guy is like behind me. And I'm just like, you know, you look behind, like you try to give the, hey, man, like like the look. Doesn't care. I try to move up. He moves up some more. I'm like, hey, man, it's Black History Month, bro. All right, come on, man. I need my personal space. Um, But, yeah, I just thought I'd get into that real quick. Uh, Personal space for Black History Month. But I do want to start the pod off with This Week in AI because something Uh big has happened, and we talked about it um, last year. The Apple Vision Pros have been released. Now, if you have not seen these augmented virtual, um, these augmented reality glasses, we talked about them last year. They have finally debuted, um, debuting at a, a, a high price of $4,000. Um, obviously, it's trying to take all of your screens away. You know, we have phones, laptops, tablets, uh, TVs. It's trying to take all of that and put it into one central location. You can, um, there, there have been people seen on subways. And you look crazy because you do it with your hands. Now, CDK, I went to the Apple store. And let me tell you, I did not want to take them off. Yo, I'm telling you, when I was when I was in it, I literally felt like here's the sad part. It feels like you've done it before. It feels like like this is like what it is. Like I literally felt like after I did the controls and typing on the keyboard, like with no keyboard, I'm like, wow, it's like I've done this before. I come back home, I'm looking at my laptop, I'm like, I got the regular old laptop, I got a regular phone. I'm telling you, man, the Apple Vision Pros are here to stay. Um, have you seen them? Have you seen them? What's your thoughts on them? I saw them, but the only thing about it is I don't want to look crazy, not even just walking around doing this with the big ass, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they put them yeah. in sunglasses or, like, something that's, like, you can't really tell what you got going on, walking around with the big ass goggles, bro, and then the look on top of, like, walking, and how does that work? Because I, I have never put them on, so I don't know how I'm, I'm telling you. So you can see straight through them. It's just, it's like having your phone, just like how you look down at your phone and you look yeah. back up. It's like, instead of looking down, you already have it up and you can move and you can move it out the way so that you can just have a straight path, but you can put them in different places. So as you turn your head, you can see, okay, here I have my Twitter feed. Here I have my, this, I have a video going right here. I got my Xbox playing and you can all keep it like that. But I'm telling you, man, look, embrace new technology. I'm in the Apple store, putting them on. I'm doing all the controls. And this lady's like, oh, my God, I can't. I just can't believe, like, this is something so new or whatever. I'm like, look, lady, you got to embrace 
new technology. And she was black. I'm like, ma'am, don't be one of these people left in the in the dust. I'm telling you, everybody is going to have a CDK. When I put them on, I said, ah, oh, this is, I'm telling you, everybody's going to have it. And the high price, everybody's been talking about it, is $4,000. I think what they're trying to do is Apple's trying to price you out the game. So, like, they already see that this is going to, I'm telling you, when you feel it, you know this is going to be something that everybody's going to have. So, when the first cell phone came out, the first portable cell phone in the 90s, it was uh, $3,000. So, like, they're trying to separate it to, like, hey, you know, like, make you want it, kind of. And, um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see where this goes. The Apple Vision Pro, I've been talking about it for a while. Embrace new technology. You don't want to be left behind. What you got? Um, okay, let's go into jumping into this. People don't want to be told that they're right. They want you to understand why they are right. Have you ever Ooh. had a situation where you're, you're you're talking to your girl, right, or or a friend that just would not like you know your you know your people that uh-huh. will not let shit ride? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know sometimes you you get to the point where you're mature enough, you be like, all right, you you got it, and you're uh-huh. just trying to move on from the conversation. It's, they don't want to hear that they're right. They want you to. They want to be uh, understood and felt, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of them type of people too. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll be like, nah, I'm gonna keep going until I feel like I got my point across. And if I feel like you're not receiving my point, I'm gonna continue to push forward. But what is that though? What is that in the in the matrix of understanding, like I guess the human brain and how people yeah. act as far as their characteristics? What do you think the reason that is? I think well, first of all, that's a sign of maturity. Being able to, you know, when you get to that level where you like, I'm okay with what I said, and that's like it you know what i'm saying like that's a, like a great level of maturity because once you get to that point where you ever argue with your girl or argue with somebody you'd be like after a while you're like why do i give a fuck about what they think but you really care you really want them to get it from your point of view but it's real maturity to be like yo i'm this is how i feel and this is it and i'm gonna tell you something too you can do some mind games with people because if you truly feel like that they'll mirror how you want them to act it's like once you let it go like, you know, like whatever. They'll start acting like how you want to. But if you keep going, well, like, love me or feed, you know what I'm saying? Like, validate me. They'll be like, get out of here. That's a great reason why, like, I think a lot of people break up because your partner is mirroring you kind of in a way. You know what I'm saying? So if you're saying, love me, love me, they're going to be like, ugh, get out of here. Or like, validate me. They're going to be like, ugh, like, this is so not attractive. But if you go, ah, right, you know, so I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I'm, I'm standing on business and what I'm saying. They'll be like, you know what? Let me let me listen to what you got to say. Like, let me like, it's a weird thing, and like you said, in life and how you got to act. But and I actually hate that you have to do that. But it actually helps you grow and be mature and like, you know, what I'm saying like, really stand on what you on what you're trying to say. Um. Okay. Okay. I want I want to bring this up, and I kind of want to tie this back into technology. Students in a Houston high school walked out and are protesting the school because they banned cell phones. Banned cell phones. They came in on Monday morning, CDK. There was trash bags, labeled bags for them to put their phones in so that when they leave, they get their phones back. The students walked out. I don't know how I feel about this. I think this may show that we're truly addicted to phones or because, you know, because, you know, the, the excuse is, well, I'm, maybe, what if I need to call my mom? Oh, bro. Kids love to say that. What if I need to call my mom? It's an emergency. You know, and of course, the parents, I mean, the, the, the teachers are going to say, well, we have phones here. We have ways to do it. Bro, the kids walked out. They're protesting on their fourth day of protesting um, because of school bans. The students claim that the safety of the students is not the school's main concern. What do you think about students 
walking out of their high schools because they can't use their damn phone. Four four days, they stand on business. They not playing. <laughs> they Ooh. not playing. No, not okay, at I, all. Now it's it's strictly like I wouldn't do that just all the strength of not wanting to. Not the whole bullshit of oh, what if I want to call my mom, my dad, or whatever the case may be. Now in high school, in middle school, I could understand that because like in middle school, what needs do you really have? Low keto in high school, if you have like practices, stuff does constantly get changed. Like when I was in wrestling, uh, uh-huh. band, I had a job. I was working at McDonald's. Low key stuff was getting juggled around. Like I was texting, like like, and then I didn't have all four of my classes. Like I had like. Uh, uh, internship at the end, and I like I would go leave and go to work. It was low key a lot going on, and then even we had field trips or say for college visits and stuff like that. Like my senior year, I had a lot to where I was actually on my phone, like actively in school, and it wasn't like really an issue, like as far as education. So I do believe though in, in middle school that's cool, but in high school, uh, people do be having a lot going on. You feel me? Like, and I think too, once we get removed from high school, I think as adults. We're we're so quick to be like they're little kids. They don't have nothing going on. They don't have feelings. They don't have business. They don't have none of that. But low key, uh-huh. they do. Like remind you, these are the same people that are driving on the same road we drive on. They have license just like us. They have cars. They have all these things. Some of them have jobs for real. We can't disregard all of those things because of I guess class structure and especially like now. And this kind of goes into my next topic of people. People are saying phones are addicting, but phones were not a necessity as as they are like right now and we have right. to grow with the times like i think people be like oh well back then we did it without phones well this is not then this is now so we've made phones a necessity now of our lives mm-hmm. and we can't just pick and choose when we make it a necessity you know what i'm saying like right. who you know don't got a cell phone now like right. nobody and, literally yeah, nobody. And, yeah and and that's so true like you said like it's a necessity now and like like for instance me i make money off my phone I mean i trade off my phone so if i don't have my phone it's like Damn, I never thought about that, CK. That was, that was a great point because we uh, older people would say, like you said, we we didn't have no we didn't have no cell phones. I think they they lump cell phones into distractions. But if you utilize your cell phone for your money, for your time, and for everything like that, it's like damn, like you do kind of need it. And the kids now they kind of give you it's all baked into their um, their learning experience. They use computers, they use the tablets, they use all these things to learn. So. I don't know, but I don't know if I would have walked out. Shout out to them kids for standing on business in Houston. They didn't want to be in class anyway. They, they, that <laughs> shit. Half of them was about the phones. Half of them was like, shit, I don't want to be in class anyway. All right, right. Everybody else doing this. All right, what you got? <laughs> um, nah, okay. I want to kind of stay on the cell phone thing. Uh, damn, mm-hmm. I just lost my train of thought. Um, okay. The, like you said, the distractions. Did you see the post where it was like cell phone? Uh, you can win 10K if you can not have your phone for an entire month. Oh, bet. There's a yeah. There's I mean, a company going around for that. For that. If, if if I'm doing if I'm doing a whole month, I'm, I'm gonna need way more than ten k. But I'm I, I I got you though. Give me a hundred. Give me a hundred. Yeah. Like even maybe maybe fifty, but really a hundred. Mm-hmm. I really need a hundred k because there's so. I mean, my thing is I have to make sure that it's just the phone because if it's like any form of like I guess contact like laptops, tablets, like if that includes yeah. everything. Then yeah, mm-hmm. the number really got to be something crazy because 10k is way too low for that. Because yeah, like yeah. we said, nobody's gonna reconform to our barbaric times because you don't have your phone. Like right. people are not gonna yeah, start yeah. printing out the schedule and putting it on, yeah, the, yeah. putting it on the thing in the back of the job. Ain't nobody doing that, mm-hmm. bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everything right. is digital now. So if it's all form of digital content, yeah, for sure, that number got to be at least a hundred. I mean, for right, some right. people though, 
ten, ten is enough though. But I, th- I don't think, I don't think that that's enough for that. You wouldn't do that. That's like when somebody takes a social media break and they end up getting back on social media within like a day or two because they realize that nobody cares about like them <laughs> and their like break because everybody is is connected and that and that's great because that goes back to the to the high schoolers because like they're saying the world is happening and I need to be connected even even though while I'm in school. Even though you may think this is a time where I need to be strict, uh, focused on this, but if we're already using technology, we're already using these these things in our schools, might as well. So I, I think that's a great change of just mindset is that we, we're we in a time where it's needed. Like, you have to. There are homeless people with phones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's, how much gotta... that's how much a necessity phone is. They'd rather have a phone than a house. Facts, because you don't, Facts. you know what I'm saying. Your house, you're not gonna know where your people at in your house. Shit, right? Damn, I, I had to think about, it, bro. Back in the day, bro, it's so much stuff they just missed. Like it just yeah. didn't. Like you never knew about it if you weren't there. It just it, it was what it was. Damn, bro, I know they niggas was wilding, bro. Niggas had to be wilding, bro. Like just doing, but probably not though because they weren't thinking about it. Like you know how now at events and like when people be like no phones, people would just be like, right. oh, it's time now because mm-hmm. can't nobody record me. But I yeah. was thinking, like, back then, they probably, like, just didn't think about it. Like, they right. that was the normal. So nobody was really, right. like, ODing. But now, if we went a year without phones, yo, people be out here just doing anything. Killing people. Man. Freaking on. Man, look. Be the purge. <laughs> Man, look. I saw a video. You know, every couple of months, I go through, like, musical phases. So uh, mm-hmm. a couple months ago, I was in, like, an old school, like, 90s rap phase. But, like, on, like, the Tribe Called Quest kind of, like, um, that, that kind of, like, sound. Bro, I watched a Tropical Quest. Um, they, they were in a club in like '93 or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. No phones, packed. No phones, bro. They are having the time. I would tell you, bro. I would give you anything to get back. It's only one camera. The camera that's recording this. It's on YouTube. The camera that's recording this. It's only one camera. It's painting the whole thing, bro. When I tell you, these people are having an amazing time. They're not thinking about trying to like relive the moment. They're like in it. I mean, a hundred percent. And you can see it in that video. So. I feel like when you see that, it's like, but we can't get out of that. You can, it, there's no way that we can get back in, in, in that way. It just, it's just not possible. And I, and I think that's what these kids are saying too. Like, we can't go back to the regular, oh, we got the books under our arm. And no, that's not what it is, yo. We, we're on our phones. We're doing this. If you want to teach us, connect with us through what we're using, which is the phone. And I think that that's a good shift in mindset that like a, a lot of people need to understand. And that goes back to the Vision Pro thing too. Like, it's going to look crazy. It's going to look stupid. For the teachers and for the older people, it's going to feel stupid for them. It has felt, felt stupid for them being on their phones and stuff like that and communicating through um, new avenues. But I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Um, okay. We're in, like, award show season. And everybody talks about award shows after the fact, like, oh, we want people's validation. Oh, why do we care so much? Award shows are stupid until you win. Until you win? <laughs> Until they give your ass an award, that's when everybody wants validation. That's when everybody looking crazy. But until you go up there, you go, oh, thank God. I thank my mom. I thank all that. Because it's human nature to want recognition for what you're doing, especially recognition from your peers in the same lane. When me and CDK win this NAACP award for best podcast, you, bro, we're going to, bro, this is going to be amazing. I, literally, you can't, you think we're going to be like, oh, no, well, you know, we don't care about the value. No, we're going to go up there. We're going to have an amazing time because these are people that, these are our peers that recognizes for doing great work. So I just hate that whole argument. And we get that argument every year, every Grammys, every Oscar. Oh, white people, acceptance, and all that. Man, look, let me tell you something. 
this, these are awards that you can use to leverage your career, to leverage these things. And it just is what it is. Just like the technology, same thing with this. Like, it, it is what it is. And let's stop taking the, like, the validation argument. Because if it was you, you want the same thing. You want the recognition at work. I went to Starbucks yesterday. They got the employee of the month guy up there. He wants that. Even even though we think it's small, he wants that. That's good for him. That's good for the business. So same thing. What you think about war shows and um, I win? <laughs> well, first, music is subject is subjective. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that, then you need to watch the Billboard Awards. And who watches the Billboard Awards? Because you know who already is going to win. Because I mean, the, the numbers are there. So right. if you don't like numbers and you feel like numbers are fake. What, then what's real? That, that's my question. If numbers fake, people's opinions don't matter. Then what are we doing for? What are we doing this for? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do Billboard matter? Because and, and, and this thing about this thing about this too. If you didn't care, I bet you your price go up. And and your and the reason why you say your price went up is be like, oh, I got a Grammy. I thought we didn't care about the Grammy. So I thought right. they didn't mean anything. Right. So you know right. what I'm saying? So, but I think the validation from your from your peers though that is different. Like validation from people that are from the outside looking in, they don't understand your craft to the same level that your peers do. So I think that the respect is more when people that do the same thing as you feel that you are superior, then right. that that's the, the real love and support that I pay attention to. And the real criticism I pay attention to. I don't really pay attention to people that aren't in the same field because it's like you don't understand the ins and outs. But right. your peers do. So it's like, I, I think the whole war show thing, if we're going to boycott it, boycott it and do it all the way. But don't uh-huh. we doing it this year? Then we not doing it this year. And it's been too right. long for us to be like this. Should need to be changed. Uh-huh. Participate or don't, because somebody else will. And guess what? They're gonna get the leverage on your ass if you if you don't participate. So, right. oh, that goes into my next topic. So I was uh-huh. on um IG live and I was watching somebody's uh thing. It was a DJ boycott in Atlanta, right? And uh-huh. somebody came on the live and, and made a valid point because I'm all for it, and we talked about this before getting paid with your worth. But the guy came out there and was like, look. You telling this to the wrong people because the people that are really getting paid, the people that are really like that and deserve to get paid, majority of them are getting paid what they want to get paid. These are going to be the folks that aren't all the way there yet, don't have a platform yet, or or people can go without. And you're right. going to end up taking their career away from them and not even understand it. And it's going to get to a point where you're out of sight, out of mind. And before you know it, you're going to be up out of here. And I had to right. think about it like that. And that's almost in every field. Like, it's hard to stand up. It's it's super hard to stand up until you make yourself of value to where people cannot go without you. And I don't think people understand how small that number is. It's really, right. really, 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 really small. Even the known people. Until you have a skill that only you can obtain that you can do what you're supposed to do, like we talked about before, you can't you can't really do too much. Like it's 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 gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a whole beef with Atlanta DJs. Have you been seeing that? It's like a whole thing. Like yeah. they had like a they had like a meeting. These <laughs> things had like a meeting in Atlanta to talk about like the DJ scene. Um, I feel like they feel like they're not being like respected when it comes to between the artists and the producer and everything and like where they where it lies. But like you said, those people that are asking that that are like like that. If you want to be honest, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they don't have that value. But you don't have to ask people like. People recognize that value, and people will pay you on top of it if if, if you're clearly providing that value. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen people in, in the position not only on the DJ space. Look at people like like the EDM DJs. They're providing a, a level of value, and they get paid at that level. Um, so yeah, man. Like yeah, that's 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 why. And, and, and I do think that like that value is important to 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 add. But 
it is something in you that needs to know, like, when do I, like, it, it's, a, it's a thing within, because you have to, like, feel it before, you know what I'm saying, you can express it. So you have to have that value within yourself before you can, you know, give it out. Um, we can go to Better Days to Come. Let's get to it. All right, all right. And this is kind of like a playful one. You can't always mix your friend groups, all right? Mixing your friend groups, sometimes you got your you got your hood friends, sometimes you got your school friends, sometimes you got your friends that you dance with, sometimes you got your friends you go skiing, your friends you go bowling. Um, and sometimes they, they, they don't need to mix. Maybe you're the glue that holds them all together. But um, mixing friend groups sometimes is like, adding season into certain things, all right? Sometimes it's an amazing mix, and other times you'll be like, bro, why did I put this in my cereal? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So always think about that, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that you uh, know which friend groups to keep uh, separate. I think that that's perfect. Like, I'm going to just kind of, like, piggyback off yours. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes friends, friend groups can – certain friend groups can can describe the season that you're in in your life, right? I have friends that are married, um, which if that's something that you aspire to do, if you're getting into a serious relationship, you might need to spend more time with them than you friend with than you spend with the, the the friends that are single. Um, even the friends that like as far as career paths. If you have somebody that you align with a little bit more, I think you should spend more time with them as well. Because, um, I mean, sometimes, like, your college friends, your high school friends, middle school friends, it's cool to, to keep those relationships. But as far as how much you invest into them is mm-hmm. where the differ and should, should lie as you become an adult. I think right. sometimes people feel like if you don't talk to somebody every single day or if y'all don't kick it like y'all used to every single day, y'all friendship is tainted, and that's not necessarily true. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need a new season in your life to make sure that you're getting all the way together. And then eventually, most of the time, around the same age, um, around like five five to ten years maybe later, like in your 20s, once you get to your 30s, pretty much everybody may get to the point where they're kind of settling down. So um, th- that whether that's families, uh, whatever your values are, they wouldn't be your friends if they didn't already align. So it's going to get to a point where y'all get to the finish line all around the same time. So I think yeah. that's, that's important, though, about not mixing your friend groups because sometimes – um, it might even be that they're bad people that their vibes just don't mix together. I hated that birthday dinners, bro. Birthday dinners uh-huh. is like everybody awkward. all together and it's it's just yeah. awkward, bro. Uh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be the friend that's like, yo, you never come around no more. No, you never. It's like, yeah, nigga, I'm grown. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, bro, you know I get that shit all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know you do. Oh, man, we used to kick it back in. Uh, it's like, all right, bro. All right, man. All right. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening to CDK and Horatio. We appreciate you guys. You can follow me on all social media at Horatio Radio. Also, follow the pod at CDK and Horatio on all social media as well. Yes, man. We need you to definitely do that. Follow me at CDK on the mic. And once again, this episode of CDK and Horatio is brought to you by Trading and the Spirit, Mastering Markets, and Inner Wisdom. You can um, Your go-to guide for a spiritual approach to trading in Forex, stocks, and crypto markets. Unveil the spiritual dimensions of trading, discover mindful strategies, and unlock your infant, uh, infant trading potential. Whether you're seasoned in trading or just not starting out, trading in spirit is key to trading enlightenment. Get your copy on Amazon today. Elevate your trading journey. Yes, once again, make sure that you follow us at CDK Horatio Podcast. We need you. We need you. We need you again, man. Tap into all the platforms. Yes, sir. We appreciate you guys. See you next week.